the Vagology Podcast with your host, Jenny. And Matt Morris. In this episode, we're going to be talking about kitchen hacks. So showing you some clever tricks to make it easier in the kitchen. Yes, we have hacked your kitchen, so prepare to have your mind blown, even if just a little bit. All right, but before we get started, as usual, we're going to talk about what we ate this week. And what did we eat? Well, our first meal that we're going to highlight is a restaurant called Chopped, and they specialize in salads. And our favorite salad there is called the Mexicali Vegan, and it is delicious. Yes, it's very fresh. They prepare it right in front of you, and they give you... A pretty good portion size, and it's reasonably priced. Yeah, the portion size is huge. It's actually two meals for me because I can never finish it, but you gobble it all down. Yeah, take it all down. I I regret it afterwards because you always look so happy when you have leftovers. (laughs) Um, But for considering what you pay to get two meals out of that, it's not bad at all. Nope. So very good. If you have a chop near you, don't hesitate to go in. It is delicious. All right, so meal number two is baked mac and cheese with roasted broccoli. Also wonderful. It's a heavier meal for summertime, but baked mac and cheese is always welcome when I'm around. And it's a good dish to make because we pretty much make a big casserole dish out of it. So it gives us several meals. So I didn't particularly feel like cooking a whole lot this week. So it worked out. It worked out. And another meal that we're going to highlight are zucchini noodles with basil cream sauce. Absolutely delicious. Very light, very summery, very filling, and very satisfying. Yes, this is the perfect summer meal. It really is. If you don't have a spiralizer, you don't need one. You could use a knife to cut the zucchini into strips. However, the spiralizer is so much faster, so you can get them for so cheap now, like $14.99, maybe less. I don't know. I forget how much we paid for ours, but... It's definitely worth it, and it's fun just trying to spiralize everything that you have in the kitchen. We spiralize most vegetables, and it was, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Okay, and lastly, we're going to highlight a snack that we ate this week, which was vegan deviled eggs, which look and taste very similar to the egg version. This is definitely a summertime snack. Very, very much so. It's definitely something that we grew up seeing at every picnic we've ever gone to. It's just a staple, right? So we decided to do a lot of testing, and I mean a lot of trial testing to make these deviled eggs perfect. So in a previous episode, we mentioned that agar agar is a substitute for gelatin. And that's what we use to make the white part, um, the base, the egg white, if you will. And then the filling is made from tofu and a a lot of other ingredients. And we had such great feedback. We shared this recipe in the last newsletter. We had really good feedback about it. So we're going to share it again in this week's newsletter. So you can look forward to seeing that in your inbox on Thursday. Yes, everyone seemed to really enjoy that recipe. Yes, so thank you to everyone who sent in that really good feedback. We truly appreciate it. And now on to our vegan product highlight. So this week, we're speaking to all of you out there that have a sweet tooth. So our product highlight is Unreal, and that's the product name, that's the company. Unreal Dark Chocolate Peanut Gems, which are a vegan version of peanut M&Ms. So if you like peanut M&Ms, you're going to love these. Quite frankly, who doesn't like the peanut M&M's? I know. They're so good. good. I haven't had them in a million years till I discovered these Unreal Dark Chocolate Peanut Gems. They're so, so good. And not only that, they are healthier 
than the M&M version. So non-GMO, all the ingredients are fair trade, nothing artificial in them, including the coloring. It's actually colored by um, veggies. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no artificial coloring, no artificial anything. So they're really good and you can usually find them. I know I get them in Whole Foods, but you can buy them on Amazon and you can probably find them in other grocery stores. Casey, you are ready to dive into our main topic? Yes. All righty. So you may think you've got it all figured out, like you're the MacGyver of the kitchen. But we have some great kitchen hacks that you can use in a pinch that maybe you're not aware of just to make your kitchen life a little bit easier from food prep to food storage. Yep. And we're going to start off. We have quite a list here, so we're going to run through them pretty quickly. But the first one we have is preserving herbs. So we've all bought a bunch of herbs at the store. We do our best to store them properly in the fridge in a jar with water. And (laughs) that's what we do anyway. However, sometimes they still don't last as long as we wish they could. So if you find like a really good deal on herbs or you have an overflowing garden, all you have to do is freeze them. So what you would do, and it's super simple, you would just mix the herbs in water and put them in ice trays. And then you can freeze them. And then when you're ready to use them, you can just pop out an ice cube and throw it in like a soup or a stir fry or, you know, anything you're trying to season. So it's actually a very handy trick. Super easy. Yep. Some people like will store it in oil too. That's also an option, but it's perfectly fine just in water. Next up is bringing stale bread back to life. So again, really easy. All you need to do is wrap the bread in a damp paper towel, throw it in the microwave for like 10 seconds, and there you go, fresh bread. This is genius too, because nothing's more disappointing than going for bread that's stale. I know, (laughs) I know. We're bread lovers, so that is very disappointing. But there's a nice little hack for you. Another thing also is to keep natural butters from separating, just store them upside down. That's always weird when you open one up and it's completely separated. Yeah, oil on top, all the nutty goodness down below. So in order to keep that from happening, you just store it upside down and it works like a gem. Next is keeping your potatoes from sprouting. I'm sure you've all seen this. You go to grab some potatoes and they have sprouts coming out everywhere. To help avoid this, store them with an apple and this can help prevent the sprouting. Yep. Simple trick. Yep. And it works. I'm telling you. Next, we have a trick to easily peel garlic, which is one of my uh, most hated things. Yeah, this I do was a not great like pack for you because you hate dealing with these garlics. I do. I really, really do. So, in order to do it very simply, all you have to do is break apart the bulb, put the cloves in a closed container with a lid, and then shake it up for like 30 seconds or so. And then when you open it, the garlic's peeled. Yes, it sure is. It's super cool. This is one of the best hacks I have ever I remember when you first had. did it, you were so excited. <laughs> I was, because you know when you're trying to peel garlic and then it just sticks to your fingers and you try to get, it just seems everywhere. So yeah, garlic is my nemesis. <laughs> so this is a really good t- trick and it does work. Okay, the next hack is all about cooling things down. So if you're sauteing some vegetables or onions or whatever, and they start to get a little too overcooked, maybe starting to get too brown or burning, all you have to do is just toss an ice cube into the pan and it is going to drop that temperature super fast and stop the veggies from cooking. The water evaporates quickly 
and your veggies will be saved. Fantastic. So next we have a little trick to help you when working with butternut. If you take the butternut squash and you put it in the microwave for a few minutes, in two to three minutes, it's a lot easier to peel it and cut it and take the seeds out and all that fun stuff. Yep. So that is a really good hack that will save you some time and effort. And next, how do you speed up the ripening process with bananas? For example, if you really want to, if you're having a huge craving for banana bread, but your bananas aren't ripe enough, which happens a lot because when you buy them at the store, they're not always, in most cases, they're not ripe enough. So how do you fix that? All you have to do is place the bananas in their peels on a pan and toss it in the oven as it preheats, or you can also throw it in the microwave for a few minutes, and it speeds up the ripening. So when the skins are blackened, the bananas are ready. They're gonna be super sweet and ready for that banana bread or whatever else, other dessert that you might be making. And another trick too, just as a side note, we like to buy our bananas in, in most produce sections at a grocery store, you can find kind of their discounted produce which is about to expire soon. So a lot of times you can find like brown spotted bananas in that section. Every grocery store pretty much has it. So you just got to be on the hunt for it. But you can find some good deals on produce, especially bananas. That's where I like to buy my bananas. Okay, so how do you save your greens when they're wilting? So when you have a bunch of kale and it's starting to wilt and it looks pretty pathetic in your fridge, what do you do to save it? Well, it's super easy. You can freeze it. So all you have to do is put it, the kale, for example, in a zip top freezer bag. And then the next time you need to use greens, like in a soup or to saute or stir fry, all you have to do is just pull them out of the freezer and toss it in. No need to even thaw it. That's a wonderful little tip. Yep. Next we have, how do you keep your potatoes from becoming discolored while you're using them? When you're cutting them up and preparing your meal, Cover your cut potatoes or however you dice them up with cold water before cooking, and that will prevent them from becoming that weird, awkward, nasty, grayish-type color. Yep. I always, whenever I'm working with potatoes and I know that I'm not ready to use them immediately, I always have a bowl of water handy uh, that I toss them in as I'm cutting them. So that one is a very useful tip. Next, we have how to extend the life of your tomatoes. So if you store them stem down then they will not spoil as quickly. This is a great tip that I like because it really aggravates me when I go to use brown sugar and it's hard in the bag. One way to help prevent this is simply just throw an orange peel or even just an apple slice into the container while you're storing it and that will help prevent it from hardening. Yeah, that's always a big pet peeve. It's hard to keep brown sugar from hardening. It's like a when you want to use it and you reach out and it's a freaking brick. <laughs> I know, it's unbelievable. So, it's aggravating. But, but this trick does work. Um, it's super simple. It's brilliant, yeah. So we do, we don't do the apple, we do the orange peel. We have an orange peel in with our um, brown sugar, Brown sugar, but we know some people use the, um, the apple, so we wanted to include that. And then next, um, how to make cheese grating easier. So, you know, you have your softer cheeses, such as like mozzarella, of course, vegan. Um, in order to grate it, maybe for like a pizza, because normally when you make it, it it's in this those balls 
So quite simply, to make it easier for you to grate it, you would just freeze it first. So just throw it in the freezer for like 30 minutes and then grate it. And then you could sprinkle it over your pizza or whatever you're using it for. Makes it a whole lot easier. Yes. And another cool trick for like soft cheeses and even cakes is to cut them. Because, you know, when you normally the when you have like the soft cheeses, uh, the vegan cheeses, if you made it yourself, you know what I'm talking about out there. Or if you got like the Miyoko soft cheeses, this is a useful tip for those. But to cut them, you just take unflavored dental floss. And you just slice it with the dental floss. Again, super easy. It works like a charm. But, of course, you don't want the, the minty <laughs> the minty having, dental floss. But Unless you're having like a chocolate cake and you want a little slice of mint in it. Actually, that might not be so bad then. <laughs> it's up to you whether you yeah, want to experiment yeah, with that. <laughs> yeah, you try and decide for yourself which way you want to go with that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the next tip is how to peel ginger easily. So working, we work with ginger a lot. I do. Matt's not the biggest fan of ginger, but I love it. And I use it in tea and, and recipes a lot. But I don't use, I used to use a vegetable peeler. But then I discovered if you use a spoon, it's so much easier. A spoon, you just can just scrape it right off. It's so much easier than a vegetable peeler. And you get to keep a lot of the ginger. Whereas a vegetable peeler will actually slice off chunks of the ginger. So and you don't want that. Nope. This next tip is one of my favorites because I love hash browns. And we try to grate up some potatoes and we try to form them into a shape and they never really want to stay tight. But a simple, easy trick, if you have a waffle maker, just throw them in there. Let that form it for you and it usually stays in shape. Yep. So just use the grated potatoes, throw them in the waffle iron. It does. It works great. I let Matt do that. He's a master of our hash browns. I'm a big fan of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then also to prevent onions from making you cry. (laughs) So in order to keep those tears at bay, all you have to do is freeze your onion before you chop it. And that'll keep those fumes away from you. And you can, but you would need to use it right away. But yeah, that works out great too. It is awful when it starts making you cry like that. It stings. (laughs) I know. It's not a problem when I wear my contacts, but when I have my glasses on, oh my God. I got buckets coming out of my eyes. I also had success one time I saw where you can kind of cut the heart out of the onion and discard that. And that seemed to work for me one time. Oh, really? You never told me that. Yes, I believe I did. I don't know that you did. I would have included that. So I have no scientific (laughs) proof for this. I tried it once. Yeah. And I really didn't think it worked. So maybe whatever causes you to tear up is concentrated in that that hearty section when you slice it in half. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, give it a try and let us know if it works out for you. Yeah, let us know if it works or if I'm just... Remembering something incorrectly, which could be the case. It definitely could. (laughs) Definitely could. All right. And our last kitchen hack to keep pots from boiling over. This is brilliant. I read this somewhere. I don't remember where I read this, but it works. All you have to do is place a wooden spoon across your pot. Just let it rest there because wood is not very good for conducting heat. So the hot water is going to stray away from that handle. So it keeps from making a huge mess on your stove. And yet you still make a huge mess on our stove. I do. What? I'm a messy cook. (laughs) I'm not one of those people that have like this 
clean, perfect kitchen when they cook. I make a freaking mess. Yes, I know. It's a disaster area. <laughs> I try to keep up with it with the dishes and stuff, but you know how it goes. Yeah. There's spilly spills <laughs> everywhere. I'm a messy, sloppy cook. That's fine. But the end product is. Yep, the end product's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, okay, so those are our hacks. And we hope that we enlightened some of you. Maybe gave, give you some, holy shit, I need to try that moments. And I don't know. Do you have anything else that no, you can think No, just of? let us know how these work or if you find... Or know some better way, let us know. Yep, absolutely. And in a future episode, we're going to focus specifically on how to like store different vegetables. So there'll be like actual food hacks coming up. So we'll be doing that uh, in the future. But these are just some general kitchen hacks that you can do to make your life easier. We hope you enjoyed them. Definitely. All right. So before we go, of course, we're going to talk about what we're excited about this week. Matthew. Well, Thursday, we're going to go see Rob Thomas. He is playing at an outdoor venue, which is about not even a mile walk from us. So we're pretty stoked about that. Yeah. And big fans. Big fan. He always puts on a good show. Um, true professional, that guy. So we know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then also we're excited because we're heading to the beach this weekend. We love the beach. Yes, always. So we're going to see some of our favorite people in the entire world. Mike and Nancy. What's up, Mike and Nancy? <laughs> we're super excited. So we haven't seen them in a long time. But so we're very excited for a good weekend of uh time at the beach with friends and also we just discovered our friends jenny and doug are going to be at the beach as well so that was a nice surprise and the more the merrier yep and one more thing about our beach trip we get to enjoy breakfast at one of the local diners there which we absolutely love if you're ever in carolina beach north carolina there's a place called kate's pancake house and they have breakfast skillets and it's vegan and they're so good they make like a tofu scramble with um breakfast potatoes with onions and peppers and it's so good and it's no coincidence that our hotel is right near the diner yeah we can walk there so we're (laughs) super excited about it you can see where our priorities are (laughs) okay so we hope you enjoyed this episode if you liked it please 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 go ahead and share it Uh, give us a good review and we would truly 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 appreciate it please and thank you please and thank you all right well that's it folks we hope you have a wonderful week and again look out for this week's newsletter it's going to have the vegan deviled egg recipe again so you definitely don't want to miss out on that so in your inbox on thursday and if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet be sure to go to the show notes and we'll have the link in there so www.vegologypodcast.com you can also sign up for the newsletter on our website our other website is www.vegology.com so there's two ways that you can find it thanks for listening peace and love